Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is Chris talking about Steps 6 and 7. Hello friends, my name is Chris and I am an alcoholic. Hello Chris. My home group is the Sunrise Steps at 10.30am on Sunday in Geelong and if you're down our way going for a surf or something similar, please come along to our meeting, you'll be most welcome. Yes, six and seven. There's not much in the, uh, or there's seemingly not much in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous about six and seven. But I've come to see over the years of recovery that um, there is so much, there's so much about six and seven. In fact, I'd have to say that um, it wouldn't matter, I suppose, what step I was sharing on or reading on or reflecting on. I guess I'd say, you know, that that's my favourite step. Um, But... Today, I will say, six and seven are two of my favourite steps because, you know, they are really there to help me be relieved from myself and, uh, and I've certainly need, needed that. You know, um, we just... Well, we've witnessed um, some wonderful shares today and we just heard about um, step four and five um, from the experience of the speakers and they were were so beautifully put across the importance of um, of taking inventory and um, being honest with ourselves and with uh, with God, guidance from God and sharing with another person. And I guess, you know, in my experience was that, you know, when I did that, you know, the instructions were very clear for me too. I followed followed the instructions and did, you know, did what was said. I actually took my big book with me when I did my fifth step and um, so uh, in following the instructions I actually did go home and put it back on the shelf and take it back down again. And, um, you know, it says that, you know, after... And and actually, just going back, looking at, um, um, you know, the fifth step promises, those and the third step promises are my favourites. And and it says, you know, that um, I can begin to um, look the world in the eye and I can be alone and at perfect peace, peace and ease. And I had that experience when I went home. Our fears begin... My fears begin to fall from me. And I begin to feel the nearness of my creator. I see that there's hope. Because, you know, my background in my, in my relationship with God was I believed that, the, that God existed and I believed that God was good for you, but I felt that I had, you know, been long lost from a relationship with God. And um, gratefully, you know, when I came into Alcoholics Anonymous and saw the serenity prayer on, on the wall, the, the thought that came to me was maybe I will find God here and have a relationship. Well, I didn't think of a relationship, but maybe I will find God here and that's been my experience. And, you know, I feel as though I'm on the broad highway walking hand in hand with the universe and that gives me a lot of hope. It gives me more hope than even when I came into um, to AA and looked at, you know, the fact that I could quite possibly be an alcoholic and maybe my life was unmanageable and I needed a lot of help. So I did have some hope because I heard people talking about the fact that they'd been sober for X amount of time and, um, you know, they seemed happy and um, eyes were clear and so forth. So that did give me some hope, but I was still like a deer in the headlights and I really didn't have faith, I didn't believe, um, but I, know, I knew I needed to stop, stop drinking and I really wanted to stop suffering. That was really my main motivation. So, you know, after we've shared our inventory, it says returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. And then taking this book down from our, from our shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. 
and carefully reviewing the first five proposals, we ask if we've omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we will walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Great question. Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? You know, so have I gone half measures in telling all about my um, shortcomings and my um, and, and and what it says where you know my liquor is but a symptom. I have to get down to causes and conditions. And by the time I came to you know writing my inventory and moving on with things, you know, I really got got to see that you know alcohol was a symptom. That it was all about me, my thinking, how I behaved in this world, my attitudes, my beliefs my survival techniques and my, um, you know, my character traits. So then I'm at step six and it can look like... And, and interestingly enough, I was reflecting on this that um, because I came to see that, yes, I could tick the boxes about being selfish, self-centred, inconsiderate, frightened, dishonest, all of those things, I got to see that and I accepted that that was what was going on for me and that they were the causes and the conditions... You know, the, the idea of wanting to leap into step eight and step nine was really high motivation. And so, um, you know, I have to say that my first experience of, of, um, of taking inventory and sharing my fifth step and looking at six and seven, I, I truly believed at the time, yes, I want God to take it all. And yes, I will humbly go on my knees and ask God to take me good and bad, you know, take all of me good and bad, because I just wanted to get in and clean up the past and thinking that that would be, you know, the answer to all my problems. And, you know, the steps are the answer to all my problems. God is there in the mix with me and, and guiding my way with my, you know, with my wonderful sponsor. But having, you know, been around a little while and um, really studying the book, um, backing it up with the 12 and 12 and definitely backing up with, with um, others, you know, older sober members and, and younger sober members, absolutely. I know a lot of young people that have taught me a great deal and having a look at, um, at, at what these two steps mean. And, it's, and it says in, um, in the 12 and 12, you know, it is the, it is the, it is the step that um, separates the men from the boys or the women from the girls. And I so strongly identify with that because when I see my... Um, aspects of me come out that um, I would rather not be behaving and are very dangerous to me in my relationships and in the end my sobriety um, I see that that's that um, that that girl that child within me wanting to have my way and wanting to um, to have have life and people in my life you know act in certain ways you know I know how it works as read out with many of our meetings, but my, again, another favourite part of my book is actually after the ABCs, where it actually talks about, you know, the first requirement is that a life run, you know, we have to see that a life run on self-will can hardly be a success. And the way I'm directed through that section of the book, right up to the third step um, prayer, is to read it in the first person. And it's extremely powerful. And when I read that the first time, it just, I felt sick. I absolutely felt sick and churned in my stomach because I thought that I was practicing being a very nice person and helpful and kind when in the fact what I was in fact I was the creator of confusion rather than harmony. So I see how all of that is married is married together all these steps are married together. Um, you know a very wise person once said to um, someone close to me that 
you know, our job as sponsors or a job of a sponsor is to take the sponsee to step three. We go on our knees together and we offer ourselves, you know, we, we ask God, you know, to, to be our um, director and our manager because guess what? The old manager's not doing a good job. And then beyond God takes us through those action steps. Yes, we get a lot of guidance and yes, we follow the, the you know, the book to the letter um, in, in doing what we need to do. But, you know, it is that relationship with God that relieves me from, from me. You know, um, one thing I was reflecting on the other day that, you know, one of my greatest um, defects of character was, you know, it was actually the inability to stop drinking. That what part of me led me back to, to a drink every time and um, God removed that at my first meeting. How amazing is that? So the miracle is there that, you know, if I ask God to remove that for me, God will do that. So there's proof there that that will happen. Unfortunately, I'm not a robot. I'm a human being and I'm having a human experience. I'm a spiritual person having, or a spiritual being having a, sp a human experience and, you know, I'm prone to make mistakes. And whilst I wanted all of that stuff removed from me because I wanted a happy, peaceful carefree, um, uncluttered life and I didn't want to hurt and be hurt. So I did believe at the time and I did go on my knees and I said, you know, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad, you know. Um, this is the, the time where I do see that, you know, how I see that is, is a coin actually and there's two sides to the coin. So I might be, um, you know, I might have, um, you know, I might be over helpful or I want to help people or, or so forth and that might be kind and caring but in other ways it might be that I'm manipulating and trying to control and have things my way so you know what side of the coin am I operating from and I love this bit where it says I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows and I see that um, some of my defects of character have hung around in order to help others because when I talk to, to um, you know, I speak to, to others and, and particularly my sponsees, you know, and they'll call and they'll tell me that, you know, something's going on in their lives and I so identify with it. I've already heard that today, you know, about how much we, we identify with the things that go on. There's nothing much new, you know, even in a fifth step, there's nothing new. I'm never shocked to go, oh, God, I've never heard of that before. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're very, very similar as human beings. You know, different people, different circumstances, different interactions, but very similar. So it's interesting that, um, for example, let's, let's take, for instance, the um, example of jealousy. You know, I think, um, I don't know about the guys, but I know with, with women and me as a woman, you know, there's, there's a lot of jealousy and envy can go on depending on, you know, the circumstances and the person that we're dealing with. And I will often hear... Um, about the, 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 you know, the threatening nature of, of um, things happening and, and jealousy will crop, crop up and, you know, and it can, it, you know, it's a real driver in disconnection, great disconnection between people and definitely unloving thoughts and unloving actions. And I too have that. Um, and I get to see that um, perhaps, you know, that's where I need to cooperate more with God, that, you know, if, if, um, if there is jealousy, is a difficulty in my life, then I have to um, ask God to help me, to, or to remove that, but also to help me live with more love and tolerance and pausing and, you know, and kindness and understanding and so forth. Um, you know, my, my sponsor in my nightly review got me to put in quite some time back, you know, judgment. Did I judge anyone today? Because she got to see that I was very judgmental and critical, 
And then um, there, you know, there are things that again separate me off. And um, you know, my journey has been that: am I a different person from you know getting sober over 19 years ago? Absolutely, yes, I am. I, you know, I have a primary purpose. I'm useful. I'm helpful. I have experience. Um, I'm willing uh, to to make changes where they need to be. I'm more than willing to own up to me, my defects of character. Can I fix them on my own? Absolutely not. Are they all gone? No. Because I, I was listening to um, Sandy Beach one day and he was talking about um, six and seven and he said that to if you want to look at it in the terms of entering the kingdom of God, and that could be the kingdom of God here on earth or the kingdom of God as per a Christian um, point of view... Um, he said that to enter the kingdom of God, to be um, you know, like God, would be to be perfect, to be washed as white as snow. And um, you know, the thing is that it tells us progress, not perfection. Um, have I entered the world of the spirit? Absolutely I have, but I'm certainly not perfect. Um, there is one, one instance that I, I would like to share on which came up for me recently and um, it was to do with, or it is to do with my sister-in-law. And I very rarely see um, my sister-in-law. Um, I've probably, in 28 years that I've been married to my husband, I've probably seen her five times. Um, but there was always a some sort of block there. And um, I have to say, be very, ca- I have to be very careful about righteous anger, self-righteous anger. That is another defect of character where I can find good reason why someone's hurt me. And, um, and for, for whatever reason, the only reason known to her, um, she's not too pleased about me being married to her brother. And um, I guess when you turn up to someone's wedding and you see, um, you know, your younger brother, who's also younger than the woman he's about to marry, and she piles out of a car with four children, I guess there's a bit of a, um, you know, a bit of an instance of looking back and thinking, what the hell's he doing? And I can only understand or try to understand that perhaps, you know, there's some kind of thing in there and I've written copious amounts of inventory um, on um, this person and tried to get free, tried to see my mistakes, where I'm at fault, where I'm selfish and and so forth and I'm selfish in the point of view that I would like life to be great, life to be wonderful, we're all happy, happy families, we get together and everyone's and particularly she's pleased to see me and um, it's not like that and um, so that can feed away. Just recently something else was happening, we were having a discussion and um, my husband and I was complaining about something and my husband said to me, you know, where's God in that? And, you know, that's, that doesn't really sound like, you know, how you like to practice your program. And for some reason, all of this anger and all of this righteousness came up in me and I started down that path again of my resentments on his sister. And I could see that whilst that's very unpleasant and I, need, and I made amends for that, um, I could see that sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly... And after 28 years of that coming up and down and hanging on to that, uh, that righteous anger, you know, um, that is not humble. And it tells me in step seven that humility is the key to me um, accepting that, um, you know, I need God to remove those defects of character. And so whilst I see that as a gift to, to show me um, to show me where I, you know, I'm going wrong in that regard, um, I can see that there are parts of me that wants to hang on to that. Um, another person could be 
act in a similar way and it would not worry me, you know, because I'm fairly free of how what people think or what they might say or they might have a different point of view to me. But there are certain areas of my life where I will hang on to that and that's the part where I do need to, um, you know, to, to go to God and to understand that whilst, you know, it, it's similar to... It's similar to the fact that one day I'm drinking and I'm wondering how I'm ever going to stop drinking and it's taking me down a path where I know I'm going to go insane or die and, in fact, I want to die and my life's a mess and God removes that. I need to put it into the same category of trust that you know, God will remove these things in me that come up for me to have a look at and understand that... Um, you know, I need this program in my life, in every every area of my life. And so I can rush out there, you know, making amends and, you know, um, saying to, for example, my sister-in-law, you know, I'm sorry you don't like me and, um, you know, whatever it might... I don't even know what the amends would be. I, I guess I will explore that with my um, sponsor again. Um, but... Um, you know, I have to be very careful and to understand that even though there are only two paragraphs in, in step, in, on steps six and seven in the big book, the lead-up to six and seven is actually back from step one. And um, I have to remember all of the time, every moment when I'm working the, my program that, um, and, and working the steps in my life, that it all hinges on that step one. Otherwise, I'm never going to be willing, you know. It's not about ready. I'm never ready for anything. I have to be willing and desperate enough to look at these things that come up for me. I've never got it sewn up. Um, and, to, and to look at that and understand that progress, not perfection. And thank God for what, God's, you know, what God and my sponsorship and people just like you have done for me over those years of, of, um, of recovery. Because it's already been said here today, what a blessing, how blessed we are, you know. Few, you know, many are called but few are chosen and not to be preachy, but that is so true, you know. Thousands of people come through these doors, thousands. And, and many stay, some stay. But I see that, um, you know, I don't want to be an Alcoholics Anonymous and miserable and hanging on to these things. I want to be free. And, you know, if I balk at anything um, or I'm not prepared to um, go to God with these things that will come up and, and be, you know, and honestly know that I'm hanging on to something, um, you know, then, you know, I, I, I guess I have to ask, yes, how free do I want to be? Um, my sponsors asked me that many times and, you know, the beautiful thing is that, you know, when I talk to her and I do my inventories, do step, you know, step 10 nightly reviews and 11 nightly reviews, you know, she's willing to tell me these things about me. Add in there, Chris, you know, judgment of others, criticism, self, self-righteous anger, you know, jealousy, all of those sorts of things because, um, you know, ignorance is not bliss, pushing things down and not being too concerned about them. I mean, not walking around with a cloud over our heads either, but, you know, ignorance is not bliss. I want to know about these things so that I can do something about them and, um, and live the life that I'm meant to, so I can be effective and helpful to others. Thank you. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.com. Org.au. Thanks for letting us share.